This is Michaela McLean, and you're listening to Beauty by Design. Hey everyone, we are back. It is time for a full moon. We're going to have the very full moon. Um, So we've got to discuss that and all the beauty rituals to go with it. But before we get into it, I just want to remind you, my energetic beauty sleep that yoga nidra for clear skin that is out and available for home use for treatment room um getting such incredible feedback <laughs> i had somebody message me the other day they're like my people are so deeply asleep in their facials and they're like one they wake up looking like they've slept a million years and they're so refreshed but two like and this is the part that cracked me up they're like I'm kind of having to like make sure they're still breathing because they're so out. And um, yeah, that's the wild thing. That's like how this really works. And it's this incredible reset. So to be able to offer your patients or clients, um, you know, basically more value to their service by come in and have like this epic essential beauty sleep this nap um, it's pretty incredible. And that's $22 for that um, digital download recording. So Again, totally affordable, and it's something for home use. When people do it continuously, it really helps to um, reset the skin and work in tandem with what you're using product-wise at home. So, yeah, like check that out. Of course, link link in the show notes, link in bio. Same thing with my eleven dollars human design or type masterclasses, type strategy authority, not self signature deconditioning tips, all the things you need to know to like understand the basics of human design. Um, and those are one hour classes and they are also the prerequisite to working with me one-on-one. So again, my work is focused mainly on aesthetic professionals, people in the beauty industry, estheticians, injectors, so on. Um, yeah. So you got to take your class and then, and then we can work together. Um, but that's all, you know, it's like, that's all going on. I also am working on a mini course for the golden experience guide. My friend Asia Ashley, who um, has created this, you know, basically this, um, I don't want to say system, but it's like, you know, a a reservoir, a library of educational resources for estheticians. And so I'm going to be doing one for using human design to basically like really market yourself in aesthetics, you know, from an energetic perspective. So very excited about that. That one's going to come out in April. So I'm busily working away on it. Um, And then as soon as I've got that complete, I'm going to put all my attention and my focus on my big body of work that I keep teasing. It's so funny because I I will say yes to different things. And it's like, because I'm excited, you know, generator, like, yes, I want to do this. And I'm like, okay, girl, you got to buckle down. You got to buckle down and um, get it out because it's, it's ready. It's been ready. <laughs> like, just, just do it. Okay. So, you know, um, like I said, show notes, link in bio, Instagram at Michaela McLean. You can find all those things. So this full moon in Virgo is this Tuesday, March 7th at 4.40 a.m. Pacific time, and it's happening in gate 64. So of course, the technical stuff, full moons occur when the sun and the moon are in opposite or sister signs. Um, The moon, of course, makes no light of its own. It's just reflecting the radiance of the sun. So full moons, 
there's always a time that you know, just consider for a release reflection. And it's the closing of a cycle that begins six months prior with that corresponding new moon. So new moons happen when the sun and the moon are in the same sign, meaning it's Virgo season, the moon's in Virgo. We would have had that back in like, you know, late summer, fall. Um, and then now the sun is in Pisces, it, Virgo's sister sign, and the moon is over in Virgo. And that's how you get the full moon. So at that previous new moon, it's like the time that you're planting seeds, setting intentions, so on and so forth. So again, it's always interesting, you know, just to look back and take note of everything that's transpired since then. Um, if you listen to this, you know, I'm a big journaler and I need that. I need to be able to see like I've made progress. It's so, e I'm so forgetful. It's so easy to forget from day to day. You know, I was even thinking that I'm like, oh my God, it's already like going to be the new moon. I was like, I was just in Nashville for the, no, excuse me. It's going to be the full moon. I was just in Nashville for the Pisces new moon. I'm like, that was, that was already two weeks ago. That's crazy. You know, just time flies as well. So this full moon is happening in gate 64. Um, I think I already mentioned that. I don't even know where I'm going at this point, right? It's Pisces season. It's my season. It's the most hazy, just all over the map kind of sign. Um, we're going to get back on track. So the last Virgo new moon, that's where I was trying to go with this, was on August 27th. And that happened in gate 59. Um, so gate 59 that's a sacral gate it's known as dispersion and it's the gate of sexuality it's one of the creative part of one of the creative channels in human design and it's specifically about the creation of life making babies both literal and figurative um but it's really about the energy to bond with other people you know so 59 is considered one of the gates that's an aura buster breaks through the auras of other people to create close and intense bonds so very much that urge to merge with the energy of others and definitely based on physical intimacy very warm caring and even coming off the sacral you know has that has that enveloping quality um yeah and, and and it's like it this energetic hug intensified by touch taste smell all of these senses that you need to be in close physical proximity to another person to experience um so thing with that and and again it's interesting that we're looking back six months it's like it's the closeness that's built over time okay so my journal prompt for this was who do i want to bond more closely with and how can i strengthen my relationship to them so again, interesting to look look over six months time and you're like, who who has that applied to in your life? And was that intentional? You know. So we've had six months to marinate in that energy. So moving on. <laughs> of course, I love, we're gonna talk about the full moon now. And I love to use those full moon phases to conduct beauty and self-care rituals that harness the energy of the transits, you know, that we're just we're working alongside with and in, in flow with what's happening in the sky. And I always recommend this, but the first thing to start with is exfoliation because it's both an, an energetic and physical act, you know, either way, it's like you're sloughing things off to prepare for the future. Um, of course, those of us that are skincare people, we know it's like, girl, you got a dermaplane, you got to, you know, you got to get the, the dead skin off that we got to, we got to bring some desquamation to this situation. So, um, you know, it extends to fresh sheets, towels, pillowcases, run the vacuum, and you're like, like, 
remove, like clean things up and and invite um invite new energy and clean the slate off, you know, that like is it full moon? It's like release. We're let it go, right? So since the full moon is in Virgo, and, and I'm laughing also because I mentioned like run the vacuum, I'm like, that's very Virgo. It's like clean, you know, Virgo, Virgo is a sign of cleanliness. Um, so get on it, you know, it's a great time to do that. So anyway, let, let's look at how we're going to bring Virgo into our beauty rituals at this time. So, you know, I love a good keyword. Um, and keywords for Virgo include, you know, it's like it's health and wellness conscious. It's detail oriented. It's analytical, very much about being of service to others, bringing order to chaos. It's helpful. Um, I love the w- words like purity, you know, purity, refinement. I always think editor in chief with this with Virgo. It's very organized and it's hands on. It's actually like the the sign of the healer. You know, it's earth bound. Um, so I think it is a very divine sign. You know, Pisces Virgo axis. It's like those are those are like signs of divinity. And I think of this as like because it's it's earth. It's more like the healing hands of God. You know, working through someone. Um, you know, Pisces is so etheric and then Virgo brings that energy down to earth and is like able to, you know, actually do something with it on more of that physical plane. So Virgo is receptive yin energy. It's mutable earth. You know, number one, earth energy is so very grounding. Um, and then you have like the the mutable factor, which Pisces and Virgo, again, both are mutable signs. And that means they appear at the end of each season to wrap things up, you know, to act as this kind of bridge taking us from one season into the next. Um, and in a way, I always think of mutable signs as like adaptogens, you know, they're going in and filling the gaps and making for a smooth transition, um, you know, and, and we're we're in Pisces season. And you think of that, it's like each one of those like elements in the zodiac for mutable signs is like, like, this is like the ocean, you know, dissolving everything away at the at the end of the astrological year, you know, making way for for the new year essentially. So Virgo's ruling planet is Mercury, and you could explore your Mercury placements, you know, in human design, those gates that you have, and we always have two of everything, black side, red side. Um, they design what you're excuse me, they basically indicate what you're designed to think about, communicate about to others. So it's really fascinating to look at, you know, because it's very accurate. Um, And for my aesthetic professionals, my estheticians, this is something I'll dial into um, in one-on-ones because it's really important to understand how you're going to best communicate with your patients and clients. Um, And it's a key factor in how you're wanting to market yourself, you know? And Sorry, my voice is doing something funny. Um, it's, you know, we're talking about this during Virgo, like during the Virgo full moon. And that is, you know, again, it's a sign of service. It's a sign of like caretaking. So, you know, you could run it through that lens. It's like, yeah, how do I want to communicate my desire to do that for people? Check your Mercury gates. So, for example, I have my conscious Mercury in Aquarius in 30 point, date 
and my unconscious and my design side and Sagittarius is 26.6. So taking this into consideration, you know, it's like, and I'm always synthesizing things in my head. It's like, okay, you know, I'm meant to be somebody who goes very deep and spreads the word about whatever it is that I'm into, you know, and it's, it's emotional and transmit it to people in a way that very much lands with them. Like they, they get it, they understand it, but do it from this elevated place that is like, okay, this is just the wisdom I've derived and you can join me if you want to. So blending all that together and you're like, how, how are you going to communicate those things to your people, right? Anyway, I can just feel I'm like off on tangents. I need a drink of coffee. Let's talk about some embodied beauty practices. Um, of course, you know, I'm always saying take a salt bath to cleanse and release because you're symbolically wrapping up, you're letting go of this particular cycle. And a couple of the oils that I love um, for Virgo, combining basically rosemary and grapefruit. Oh, I love this combination so much. Rosemary, you know, helps with that um, very, that, that mercury element, you know, it's like giving mental clarity. And grapefruit helps with physical, like remember we're talking about on the physical plane, like it's like about um, love and acceptance of your body. So Virgo is a sign that definitely understands that the body is a vessel for spirit. So vessel, Virgo, spirit, Pisces, and we need to treat it well. So those are the two oils that I love for it. Um, <laughs> I told Josh, uh, there, there are essential oils coming to his line um i have them all already and i was like girl i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about him he's like oh not quite ready yet it's like well i'm still gonna talk about it but he has both a grapefruit and a rosemary and they're just like so good extra extra high quality so hopefully you know the talks josh brand will have have those out he's got this he he's he is a certified aromatherapist um and i can't wait for I can't wait for that those those to be out and available. All these like single oils, because um, they're very high quality, and you know, again, somebody who's very passionate about that stuff. And then also on like a professional product level, um, Little Fox, my favorite brand, there they have a um, toning mist that is called Mystic Awakening, and that's a rosemary based mist. So I was like, those are some fun ways of, you know, again, bringing it in through the skincare lens. Um, okay. Moving on. So I always recommend we're talking about a bath, putting a clear quartz in there to amplify the energy. And but it's for two different reasons this time. One, clear quartz is safe for water, it's easily attainable, and it's already one of my favorite Virgo crystals. Clear quartz is considered the master healer, which is very Virgo. Um, you know, it's clean, it's pure, it doesn't need any color, sparkles, whatever. It's just here to be a conduit to healing. So very much a no flash, you know, strip it back kind of crystal, but it's 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 a workhorse. And I'm like, that's just so Virgo in a nutshell. Um, but a few others that I love for this sign as well, fluorite, moss agate, blue kyanite. Um, and if you're somebody who struggles with mental anxiety, you know, this is very much a Virgo prone thing. Number one, number two, the gate that this is happening in, very much so. <laughs> So lipidolite, lipidolite's awesome. This beautiful 
like lavender, pinky lavender um, with, with sparkles in it. And it actually contains lithium. And so it's one that just helps kind of soothe unwanted thoughts. So very, um, very valuable to have in your arsenal if you're somebody that leans, you know, that direction toward, you know, just anxious energy. So like I said, archetype wise, Virgo is the nurse, the caretaker, you know, very much kind of um, cancer is the mother sign, but Virgo to me is like the other mother, you know, the one that's like on top of everything and, you know, going to pump you full of vitamins and all that good stuff. So um, it's kind of like a mother Teresa. Mother Teresa actually was a Virgo. So it's like just kind of, kind of vibe on that, you know, like somebody who's, who's like, I'm here to take care of people. Um, when it comes to Virgo, you know, I already mentioned the whole mental anxiety thing. So it's like, what a beautiful time to meditate if you're not already and really learn how to be present um, and empty your mind of unnecessary worry. So again, that purity piece, um, I'm trying to think, I think when for a little Fox, uh, the celestial immersion that I did in the fall for them, there is an exfoliation meditation at the beginning. Um, and then, then piece of music, and then a yoga nidra, and so I love this, ex, you know, exfoliation meditation. It's really cool because it's about stripping everything back. So that's one option that you can find in somewhere in my links. Um, and then number two, it's going back to that yoga nidra for clear skin. It's like so much about that, like cleansing, purifying, and reprogramming yourself on a subconscious level um, for beautiful skin and to feel really good about yourself so great ways of of incorporating some of these things and i just had a download this morning in my meditation uh, new meditation series i don't want to say too much about it but i'm something i'm going to bring to the podcast here soon we're coming up on the, a complete year so i'm sort of like ooh, all right season two we're gonna up our game anyway again the tangents good lord girl get on track <laughs> my opinion um virgo 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 as i'm saying is like you know the this caretaking sign it's like it's such a um when, when it comes to like skincare you know i've always thought the, a lot about this because i am a virgo rising and um with design you know you get you get earth and so my my conscious earth is in virgo as well and Virgo is so much about that purification, attention to detail. So it's like getting yourself into an esthetician or your esti bestie or whatever, you know, deep pore cleansing, lasering, peeling off, you know, any any imperfections, any damage. Um, and I laugh because like when I was still in the treatment room, I was like well known for my hypervigilance to very complete, very thorough, very aggressive treatment. You know, it's like, I'm going to, if I'm dermaplaning, I'm absolutely going to get every single thing off, every single hair off your face, you know, and it just so meticulous and laser absolutely every spot. I was just like, not on my watch, not today, you know, we, I'm going to, it's going to be perfect. I think, I think my quadruple gate 18 has something to do with that too, but, um, you know, I just think estheticians who are either Virgos or have very strong Virgo placements are amazing at this, you know, check your chart. Um, and from an evolutionary astrology standpoint, Virgo is like definitely this, this one that knows how to like strip everything back, strip back the artifice and unnecessary, um, you know, extra that comes along. It's like, 
Okay, just it's refinement. Refinement is a word I love, 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 love for Virgo. Um, and so it's yeah, it's like getting back to like the the bare bones of beauty. You know, when you think to me, like it's the canvas. It's like when you know when you hear the makeup artist say that, it's like, well, of course, estheticians, we've always known that. It's like if your canvas is beautiful, you don't need all the extra, you know. So kind of speaking of that it's like this is a really beautiful time to sort of maybe strip back and renew refresh like take a break from anything artificial um i was thinking about that you know my nails are always super short they're not painted it's you know again presenting for i'm virgo rising that's first house i present in that very sort of um subdued way i would say but you know if you're if you're on the nails the lashes the the extensions train is like maybe you know it's like maybe a moment to take a break from that the fake tan whatever and just focus on nourishing and restoring um very much about deep cleansing and purifying mind body spirit uh virgo rules the sixth house which is our everyday work habits routines health wellness so this is how you spend your days how you take care of yourself um and then like on a physical level it rules the stomach and small intestine in medical astrology so it is definitely the traditionally you know it's the health conscious sign so um as i'm like over here drinking my coffee <laughs> um very very natural you know it's like all right this is a great time as i as i already mentioned we're in pisces season come you know rapidly blowing through i'm like oh my god my birthday soon um it's like we're at the end of the astrological season. We're going to be going into springtime very, very soon. And so getting back on track after, after winter, you know, like that, the hibernation feel, feel a little puffy, you know, it's like addressing gut health, you know, your probiotics, cleaning up the diet, taking supplements. Like this is when I'm always like, oh, I went back on my smoothies, my herbal powders, tinctures, you know, I'm really packing in the greens. I have to laugh because my friends ash and alex ash of magnolia Nash and alex of skincraft these are my friends i talk to like we have a little chat all the time and they're both on the cell reduce thing and ash is doing like this heavy metal detox smoothie and alex is like taking these like brain booster shot that i'm like girl i tried like i could not do that cell reduce i'm like cheers good for you i need my i need my like spinach fruit smoothie with all my like pretty powders but i'm like i gotta have it taste good i like i can't cannot oh which actually kind of weirdly virgo now hmm, do i want to take this turn virgo like i said it can be it can be so much about cleansing and then purifying it can it can go a little bit south you know like i was somebody i grew up i had an eating disorder and so like really restricting food um i was anorexic for a number of years with ballet and um so i have a real weird thing about that too like getting the juicer okay i did the celery juice first one i was like i no, this is gonna ruin celery for me i like i plugged my nose i can't do this um and and i'm just like and i'm not gonna force myself to either you know so take that into consideration with this this kind of energy too is like we don't want to do that either it's like if you enjoy that it feels good to you you like it go for it but um not virgo can on on the low expression it can be rigid it can be restrictive it, you know and and controlling um you know and and so i might like, just just be aware of that you know 
Like we want to, we want to do things that are, that are good, but also feel good. Okay. So physical movement. Virgo is a sign of perfecting, right? I already said that perfection and refinement. Um, so something like Pilates, I think is great for this, you know, small movements that build subtle strength and, you know, help get you into physical alignment is really, really a great option. Um, you know, I already mentioned meditations, like let's just go double, triple, quadruple down on your meditation. Um, and of course, I'll have a full moon meditation for you for, for this Virgo full moon. Uh, one other fun thing is like beautifying your space with herbs, you know, or herbs are very uh, Virgo domain. And so like at Trader Joe's, you know, you'll have like the bunches of lavender or even a new rosemary plant. Um, those would be very applicable to having in your space this time. And of course, we get to the journaling. And I also, you know, the mental anxiety aspect of Virgo, I think that's really good is getting your thoughts out of your mind and down onto paper. Um. You're writing down things that you're releasing, consciously letting go of what needs to leave, both literally and figuratively. Some people enjoy fire, you know, like burning those things, um, what they're releasing. Personally, it's like, I'm a journaler. I want to keep it all because I'm going to come back and revisit. Um, but let's talk about it. Let's talk about Gate 64 really quick and and what journal prompts um, we'd be looking at for that. So 64, this is up in the head or the crown. And despite being the the last, the final of the 64 gates, it's known as before completion, the gate of confusion. So this is what I was saying. It's like, oh Lord, you know, we got a full moon. Saturn is just about to move into Pisces. This thing squaring Uranus, like all this stuff is going on. It's like, yeah, I can feel a little bit murky right now. Um, so it's abstract pressure to make sense of the past and resolve chaos and confusion. So kind of cool though, it's like at the end of the six month cycle, we're looking back, right? And making sense of it all. What it, what has to happen in the last six months? Um, so this one's very much a, it's like, like what? Like that's the question. It's mental pictures. What was that all about? You know, and then letting it all come, come into focus really. So you know, like I said, it's not about plotting things out. It's about letting it happen and then making sense of it after the fact. And it's very much, uh, it receives downloads in the form of images and memories. You know, it's just sort of like, okay, well, that didn't make sense at all while it was happening. And now, now I see the bigger picture. Now I understand the why, like everything has a reason type of, type of, um, kind of vibe to this gate. You know, and, and I always laugh because I always think of it too as like, relax, nothing is under control. You can't force the understanding in this gate. It just has to drop in when it drops in and it will make sense when it makes sense. Um, so very much relax, enjoy the ride, you know, like the clarity will come on its own time. So, so. <laughs> I love this too. I was going to add, this is also associated with the pineal gland and that's the gland that produces melatonin, our sleep hormone. Um, you know, the pineal is aware of light and dark in the sleep-wake cycle. And I think of this both literally and metaphorically, right? So it's like all of a sudden in, in the Gene Keys, the, the city of this is illumination. It's like, oh, the darkness is the confusion. And then all of a sudden it 
boom, the light bulb comes on and illumination happens and it's like, it all makes sense. So what's making sense to you? Maybe that's what I'm going to change. Like on, on the spot, I'm going to change the journal prompt. Like what, what is making sense to you right now? You know, after six months. Um, but did you think that this is very much, like I said, a mental pressure, confusing, potentially confusing full moon just because of the gate that it's in, but it's like, relax, let it all drop in. Actually this, okay. So here was my journal prompt for it was what is being illuminated for me at this time? Like what is finally making sense six months later? Um, also, you know, I briefly mentioned this, but, um, Saturn is entering Pisces this same day. So Saturn is a slow mover. It's going into Pisces for the next three years. They're very much kind of at odds type of type of vibe. Like Saturn is very structured and, um, you know, Pisces is not. <laughs> Let's just say that. And so uh, it, it's just really fascinating I would say actually go going back if you're really interested to my episode with Ryan Marquardt. We did the 2023 preview. That was episode 109. If you're interested, um, I highly recommend it. It's definitely a long one, but I want to say if I remember correctly, I think we start right off with Saturn and Pisces. And he's such an incredible astrologer, um, so much valuable wisdom to share on that. And then you can look to, I mean, like again, total side note, but it's interesting that we're having a full moon on the same day that this is all happening. Um, you know, and you look at the house, the house in your astrological chart to be like, yeah, where where's the big boss coming to hang out for the next three years? Like, where am I going to have to get serious is how I see it. So for example, Saturn has been in my sixth house for the last couple of years because it's been in Aquarius. Okay. So like it has been for everybody, but your house is the house that it's going to um, rule is going to be different. But for me, I'm like, wow, like retrospectively, okay, here we are gate 64 i'm going to use this in a bigger context like looking back and it all making sense it's like i have been working like crazy these last couple of years um you know in a very quiet way like not i'm sure not really people seeing it but but working so hard at um what i do and laying a foundation and just getting very serious you know about um yeah, just about everything and developing developing my my own business, really. Um, and so retrospectively looking at the house that Aquarius rules for you and being like, yeah, what what's happened in these last, you know, few years? Um so I went back and found an old post that I did um, on Instagram when Saturn first moved into Aquarius. It it dipped its toe in, you know, and then backtracked then then came completely into the sign, which a lot of the outer planets do um, when they're when they're finally shifting signs. But it's wild to be like, okay, so this I made this post March twenty first, twenty twenty. The whole West Coast shut down on my birthday, March sixteenth. So this is like what five days into the pandemic, um, and so again, just really interesting to be like Saturn and Aquarius. That is that is 
the thing that has taken us through this entire time period. So that also said, it's like, okay, so we're going to have a new new house, new area of our life to really focus on. Saturn and Pisces, I think is very much like, yeah, making your dreams a reality. Pisces is very dreamy. Saturn's like, okay, you want to do it? Let's let's get to work. Wow, this is so relevant. <laughs> I love it when I'm like actually recording and things are just like hitting me and they're like, oh my God, yeah, wow. But um, but to look back on this and say, okay, so the house that uh that Aquarius, you know, is is occupying in your chart is also a place where some of that constriction is going to like hopefully let off a little bit. Now, I say that Pluto is going to do Pluto is going to come dip in to Aquarius into the month. It's going to do kind of what what Saturn did here, what I'm talking about previously. It's going to dip in, give us a little taste, go back to Capricorn for a bit, and then you know, like down the road it's going to come into Aquarius full time but we're going to have this I think like I said this taste of like oh the pressure's been let off in this particular area of my life but Pluto when it comes it's going to bring some definite like change and transformation so anyway just go listen to the episode with me and Ryan like I'm over here this this was not intentional I I apologize but um I get too excited and and uh fascinated by all of it so let's how about that? How about let's get back on track? That would be nice. Um, okay, so we're going to take that. Go, let's get back to that question. What is being illuminated for me at this time? What's making sense finally for me at this time? At this this brand new, like both beginning and ending, everything I just said about Saturn moving, you know? So we're going to apply that question to the area of your life that that's happening in with this full moon. I will briefly run through all 12 signs. Make sure you're listening for your rising sign to understand how to apply this guidance. So if you were in Aries rising, it's everyday work, habits, routines, health, and wellness. Taurus rising is creative self-expression, fun, children, romance, charisma. Gemini rising, home environment, family, nurturing, and heritage. Cancer, the mental plane, communication, local travel, and socialization. Leo is the physical body, personal possessions, values, and wealth. Virgo rising is the self, personal identity, and appearance. Libra, spirituality, healing, surrender, retreat, and mysticism. Scorpio rising, community, friend groups, social networks, humanitarianism, Sagittarius, career, professional, and public status, discipline, and achievement. Capricorn, entire learning, world travel, philosophy, and religion. Aquarius is shadow, shadow work, excuse me power, control, and deep transformation. And for Pisces rising, it's one-on-one -on -one relationships, partnerships, and collaborations. Okay. So I always like to give a, like, perf a personal example. Me and my Virgo rising, this is lighting up my first house, which is shining a light on me, essentially. It's like how I present to the world that being of service, the healer vibes. Um, and again, it always feels super relevant, you know, when you really kind of like dial in deeper, it's not like, it's a full moon. I'm like, no, I want all the details. <laughs> How does this apply to moi? You know, that's, that to me is where astrology and human design gets so interesting. It's like, apply it to your life and light bulbs start going off. So I did, I did that, you know, I went back and looked at my journal six from six months ago and it's like so much clarity and so relevant to this moment. So that is what's being illuminated for me 
And again, I don't think it's any coincidence that all of these things that I'm wanting to do, the dreams, if you will, and Saturn moving in this very same day to Pisces and being like, all right, girl, get to work. Like it's time to do it. You know, I, like I said, just, I just don't think it's a coincidence. <laughs> um, but it's also a really good example with this gate 64 of just letting, letting the time unfold, you know, so that things just, they will come on their own time. You can't really force it. You know, all of this teaching, essentially, yeah, like my teaching courses and things that I want to do, it's like, I know deep down, it's like, this is what I meant to create, but giving it time. So every little piece just falls into place. You, you can't force these things. That is that lesson of gate 64. And 64 is also like, it's an ending, but it's also the beginning. So very just it's just perfect timing you know the stars they have perfect timing so if you'd like a, a virgo beauty ritual listen to my beauty ritual meditation for the full moon in virgo of course you get bonus points for wearing a face mask or getting a facial while listening um i'm always i'm always doing my little fox blue lagoon it is my absolute favorite mask and so calming and soothing and so pretty um and then i always use my little chill wands over my cheeks you know because i have very sensitive skin so that's what i'll be doing on the full moon what are you going to be doing all right i'll be back soon with more please make sure that if you're enjoying this if this if you loved it if you're here for my crazy rambles, I appreciate you. And I would love it if you would leave me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps get this out a little bit further. And um, yeah, just helps helps push it up and actually be discoverable. So again, a reminder, Yoga Nidra for clear skin, that energetic beauty sleep, $11 master classes. You can schedule the one-on-one -on -one with me. I've got that golden experience guide. Um, for using human design for marketing yourself and aesthetics coming up in the very near future. So many other things on the way. Like I said, Saturn, girl's going to buckle down. She's going to get her work done. <laughs> she's going to make good on these promises of like trainings. So if that interests you, watch this space. I promise I will, I will be sharing as soon as things are ready. So Follow me over on Instagram at Michaela McLean. You can grab my free 23-page guide to human design basics. That link again, she's got to redesign it. Um, but that link's in the show notes and in my Instagram bio. And of course, until next time, have a beautiful day and happy full moon.